whole intrinsic. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Yeah. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 102. Ooh. How very rhymey of us. And this is Dashing Rogue on the Road. We're in Florida, friends. We and sure are in Florida. What we learned from talking to Florida locals is there's <laughs> not a lot of great Florida beer to be talking about. Which Though was, I do feel like people say that when they don't necessarily have any idea. Of that's true. They actually have good beers. I think if we had asked around at Total Wine and More, we may have gotten uh, better so the spa is not where you go for beer recommendations? <laughs> she seemed like she enjoyed beer. I wouldn't necessarily know if she was a true craft beer lover. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, I love beer. I love that yingling stuff. It's great. Like, uh... The people that say, hey, do you have a beer that tastes like beer? When you yeah. walk into a place. Part of it was my massage therapist is from Nebraska. My massage therapist. Yeah, right? You say that like she's your own personal one. She was the one Which I was talking awesome. to and not the one you were talking to. Therefore, right. she was mine and not yours. Uh, she is from Nebraska and her brother is a bartender. And apparently he loved hanging out in Orlando and meeting people and learning. Thank you, sir. Not all bartenders are professional drinkers, though. Not necessarily. Um, but he does love craft beer. And she's the one who told me about the Total Wine in the first place. Wait, that was your massage therapist? Yes. She was super cute. You're welcome. <laughs> I have that one. I thought she was just... Which is only ridiculous because my eyes were closed most of the time. I was trying to relax. Whatever. So, beer number one. We're going to start off with Cigar City's uh, Florida Cracker. It's a Belgian-style white ale. Jason, you're going to love it. It's got lots of coriander. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> so these are all Florida beers. Not no, really at all. Not really. What? These are not all Florida no, beers. We, no, we we tried that. It failed. They are all beers that we can't get at home. This first one, well, that's only. It's a great through. theme. <laughs> <laughs> the first one that we're starting off with here. It is brewed in Tampa. It is five and a half percent. Like I said, it's a white ale. Um, I have had a bunch of Cigar City before. It's been a couple of years. I've I usually have their dark stuff. Oh, um, that has coriander in it. They have a nice idea. Coriander? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was described as having a very uh, citrus and coriander front with a lemon-lime finish. I actually, so. when I read the description of this, I thought this is the perfect by-the-pool beer. Like, if you're out in the sunshine and you don't want to tropical cocktail or something with an umbrella in it, this beer seems like a great thing to have. I put it pretty on I would put it pretty on point with uh Allagash as far as the white goes. Um it's and I solid. will say that I really like their other stuff. <laughs> well what I'm does that mean I about like this, this one? I'm saying I like Cigar okay. City as a brewery. Alright. So I had high hopes for this. Um white ales are not really a go to for me. Although I can find them very refreshing. You've got to think about, it's November, but it's 80 degrees here in Florida. So what you would have right now in Florida versus what you would have in Philadelphia are a little different. Which really describes our next two beers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in so much trouble. Yeah, I will say, I don't think we picked, well, actually this is the only one that I picked, was the Florida Cracker. And the rest was all done by the beer mistress. 
the beer choices are more for the listeners than they are for us. I Correct. Think, tonight. We're going to suffer through for your listening enjoyment. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> this um, is actually not bad. Ian, for the record, you missed the best of the worst. You can endure some sweet potato That's stout. That's cool. Hey, don't whatever. give it away. Ah. Jason, that's growth. I see growth if you yeah, think this so, isn't bad. Yeah, it has a decent flavor to it. What is the beer that I was sort of getting into? Saison. Mm-hmm. It, it's very Saison to me. It's unfiltered like a Saison. It's got a lot of the lighter, similar body. That. A little lower ABV. Amazing. Is that really the big difference? And the coriander and the yeah, orange the, peel. I find that white ales tend to have a little, a lot more of that citrus fruit, and the saisons tend to be much more herbaceous or earthy. Remember when we were talking about like hay and stuff? Like yeah. that's more saisony, whereas these are a little more pleasant. I think these are a little more highbrow in terms of the flavors that come through. In a white ale? Yes. Really? I think of like. Citrus and herbs as being more elegant than, you know, dirty, gritty hay and, hmm. like, earth. I don't know about that. You have a lot of really good wines that way. Like, earthy wines The mineral such. wines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mineral wines sound like white wines to me, Ian. I'm just going to throw that out there. I've had some very nice red mineral wines. <laughs> For the record, we had dinner one night this week where we were eating in... And I served a Cabernet Sauvignon, I believe. Correct. I, I bought it because it was on sale, um, but it was the darkest red wine I could buy for the, the discount. And Ian took like three sips and said, nah, it's a little weak for me. I think I said that after one sip. I did finish <laughs> the wine, though. I had it even. I'm the only one that drank it after that. I'm not that much of a... Uh, Stickler. <laughs> you're more of a wine snob than a beer snob, I suppose. Well, if you're going to do beer and just explore beer, you're more willing to do things that are not your favorite. And I think that's what it right. is. Like, with when wine, I go out, I don't point. order beers I don't like. Yeah. I'll still order beers I've never tried, but... You're not going to say, not brown for the win. Yeah. Well, I've never liked one of these before. Let me see if I like this one tonight. Right. I don't generally do that. Jason, tell me happy things. Um, it's really kind of up front. I guess that's one of the only things about it is uh, you get the coriander, you get the citrus, and that's like it just punches you right up. There's not Which, a lot of subtlety. for the record, subtlety. that's what a witch is known for. So they're being okay. very forward in the style. True to the style. Yes. No, I like it. I'm not a coriander person, but I like it for what it but is. But it doesn't finish badly. It's not no, like not watery. Not. It's mm-hmm. not bland. It still is, is fairly robust for a, a light beer, if that makes any sense. I, uh, I really like their IPA. It's the High Lie, which I often see in crossword puzzles. I believe it is a fast-paced court game <laughs> um, that you see. They, they have those long, like, hook things that you catch oh, the yeah. ball in. It's, like, one of the fastest games in the world, apparently. Uh, but it's, like, squash with a weird, you know, lacrosse stick in your hand. Thing. When you said know, hook, I just thought you guys were running around with hooks on your hands. Like pirates? Yes. No. Okay. I've never actually played this game, but uh, it's in movies. We actually we used to play it on the beach when I was a kid, or I mean something like that, where you would yeah you would catch that, the ball and then throw it. In. Imagine like a small court and people throwing yeah. it like ninety I mean, miles an hour. I'm certain that really on the beach there was ball. no competitiveness, but <clears throat> still like really fun and engaging without being too ridiculous. Now the name of this 
I found interesting, and they do have a little backstory, which I appreciate, and is especially relevant because today um, we were driving back from uh, from Disney this morning, and we passed a bunch of cows on a field. I don't know if you guys noticed. Oh, I didn't. Uh, but Sarah was like, "Oh, cows," and she and I were remarking, and we said. It's weird, but cows seem very out of place in Florida. Yeah. Uh, when I think of Florida, I, I very think much Pennsylvania, think, like, Ohio. I think tobacco. I yeah. think. I think alligators. Oranges, I think alligators. Yeah. Oranges, cotton. Yeah. Um, but the term cracker is actually a term derived from the original Florida cowboys, basically, who uh, it, Florida is the oldest cattle raising state in America. Don't tell Texas; they'll I be know. so sad. Well, Florida was around. Sorry, Texas listeners. Um, yes. Texas listeners? Of yeah. course we do. But it came from the, uh, the whip crack of their, their whips to wrangle in their herds. So, Is now a good time to bring up the fact that we were at Disney today because for our loyal listeners um, who have heard... Speaking of whips. Right? Um, Ryan, I don't... Did he have a moniker? I'm not sure. That yeah, he did. It was... Yeah, okay. Something. So, Ryan, who was in two episodes within the last, say, 12 or so, um, from Vermont, Ryan, uh, he is performing as Indiana Jones in the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular at, at Hollywood Studios. Disney Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And that's why we went today to watch him in action. We figured he came all the way up to come on our podcast. We'll go see him <laughs> yeah, in the show. <laughs> totally. It was a great show. It was, it a lot. was, it was very enjoyable. And he plays Indy. So, uh, right. He's not like set piece number four. Like right. He's actually Indiana Jones. That yeah. was pretty great. So I've, And you've never seen it before, correct? I've never seen it before. Um, we saw it once before. A long time ago, but still yeah, super years. interesting. Yeah. So, loyal listeners, if you're looking for a vacation destination, maybe not come to Florida for the beer, but maybe come for all of the people you could meet. So, of the ones that we're having today, how many of them are actually Florida beers? Two. Two of four is not terrible. One with a caveat. <laughs> There's a caveat? <laughs> so, yeah. is it really just one and one with a caveat and two that are not? Yeah. Or is it two that are one with a caveat? No, it was the first one. Ian, caveat us. Right. Yeah, I guess that's going to be the next one. And... The one I'm actually looking forward to the most, I'll be honest. Uh, next up, we are doing... Why are you laughing? Orange Blossom Pilsners Toasted Coconut Porter, which is from dear, Florida. Dear Cousin Max. And brewed in, uh, in Please, Greenville, South Carolina by Thomas Creek Brewery. Thomas Creek? Yeah, that one. We've had their orange <laughs> chocolate before. Yes. So this is actually from Orlando, I'm fairly certain. Um, it is a company called the Orange Blossom Pilsner that actually back in February have started to rebrand themselves as the Orange Blossom Brewing Company. Because their first beer, their flagship beer, was an Orange Blossom Pilsner that was very popular. But I would take the it word Pilsner great. out of my name in a hot second. Well, it took them nine years and over 15,000 barrels, so they're now rebranding themselves to be the Orange Blossom Brewing Company. So if we're going to go full circle on this from, say... 30 episodes ago, my Thomas Creek feelings run hot and cold. Some of their stuff is fantastic, and some of their stuff is... Well, and this isn't really them. They're just doing the brewing. Is that all they do is brew other people's beer? 
What do you mean brew other people's beer? Well, this is brewed by Thomas Creek for this company, oh. which means they basically... Maybe they're contracting the unit right. or the, the brewery itself. Um, so we, yeah, we're drinking a toasted coconut porter. So apparently Jason... This will be some sort of voyage, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a very uncomfortable moment. Who's with me? Drink up. Um, yeah, we're, we're behind. Oh, God. That's all right. I'll read the description of the bottle <laughs> I have here. Uh, <laughs> this is an American Porter. It's 5.25 ABV. Um, like I said, this company's been around nine, almost ten years. They're in the process of changing their, uh, their name over right now. And this is going to have a little bit of chocolateness to it. Um, it's supposed to have some great natural coconut flavor. Did they actually add coconut to the boil or anything? Did they? Were uh, they... It didn't say. Okay. They also don't brew this anymore, so that might be telling. <laughs> I'm really nervous about that. I'm not going to uh, lie. We definitely need to bring some home for Cousin Max. <laughs> Happy so engagement, can... Cousin Max. We brought you this oh, out-of-date coconut. Can't say stuff what like the what? That. It was his. It was his New Year's resolution. It's going to happen. What if? People Th listen to this. There's yeah. only how many weeks <laughs> Thank God left in the year? nobody listens to this. Oh. It's going to happen. <sighs> Finish up. <sighs> All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. Toasted coconut porter. Can I take the moment to say that until I met my husband, I did not eat coconut or drink coconut or enjoy coconut? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. His face is not happy. That happened. Just now. For the record, I only opened one of these. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have six. I didn't open six. All right. Yeah, you are way behind, beer mistress. For the record, I saw your face and I wanted to not drink so fast, so I didn't have to catch up. Really still. It's actually very coffee-y. Yeah, there's not a lot of coconut coming out of that at all. It's mostly burnt flavor. <laughs> like liquid smoke-esque flavor to it. Maybe not liquid smoke. I'm getting there. That. So it's Christmas, and apparently Max is impending engagement. <laughs> so, for those of you who are loyal listeners, this is our second try at Fantastic a toasted Voyage. coconut porter, which we would think would be awesome. I would think. I feel like chocolate and coconut. Would be a great combination. I do not even smell if coconut. If that flavor was in the beer. I smell a lot of chocolate. Milk chocolate. Not dark, rich chocolate at all. I guess I do get it on the nose. It's super dark. It's like a beautiful porter color. Uh, so, yeah, okay. I'm going to say that I actually like this better than the Fantastic Voyage, from what I remember. Uh, I do not think that this is a great coconut porter. I think that this is Have a... Have you ever had a great coconut porter? No, but I've only had two tries, and clearly none of them were good, so <laughs> I'm okay with that. I will say that this is not a great coconut porter. Have we ever... Did... It actually gets better as you drink it. There's hope. The subtlety starts to come out a little bit Jason, more. Jason, we have five more. Just keep drinking. It'll, It'll be, be great. a long night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a very long night. <laughs> Um, did the website or the brewery give any indication as to why they stopped brewing it? Nope. Okay. It just disappeared, right? Well, I first looked it up on Beer Advocate. I don't even remember their... Actually, no, I don't remember their rating. Uh, I think it was in the 70s. But it just said, no longer being produced. Which, to and be then, honest, 
both porter and coconut are very polarizing flavors that beer advocate wouldn't necessarily find themselves drawn to. Mm, I don't know that the head tasters on Beer Advocate are going to be like, oh, coconut and porter. We don't do that. No, I'm not talking about head tasters, but if you look at every beer on Beer what Advocate, was, there's always two ratings. Oh, well, there was only one for this, and it was only from the Beer Advocate guys. Oh, that's very peculiar. Because apparently nobody else had this and rated it. <laughs> Should we after today? Maybe it's poison, that's why. Maybe they pulled it all off the shelves and forgot awesome. a six-pack in Florida. Um... That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> the store that we went to is apparently like the occult version of their <laughs> stores. You go and you find this. It's the Twilight Zone of let's, Jumanji. Let's be honest, though. So we have been in Florida for almost a week. And when we got here, we were super excited to go out and drink and enjoy and find Florida beer. And we failed for the first four and a half, five days. And finally, it was the massage therapist. And I said to her, where do you go get good beer, craft beer, unique Florida beer? She, she said to me, I kid you not, oh, Florida beer is kind of terrible. I was like, well, we care about at least trying it. Where could we go to experience it? She said, Total Wine. And I laughed because I said, Total Wine is something we are very comfortable with. Um, but that is the first place after going to several grocery stores and like out the malls and whatever that we could finally find craft beer. Now we had to buy well, we're it also in six in a very, packs. We didn't have to. There was a whole aisle of bottles that we just ignored. Um, but also we are in a very touristy area right now. So we're not in like an actual city. We're not in Tampa, Tampa or Jacksonville or somewhere like that. So we don't have the greatest chance. Or another city that Florida has that no one knows about. Miami? Everyone knows about Miami. Oh, I thought you were being facetious and saying I named the only other two cities in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Myers. Yay. Uh, so yeah, I do think a lot of it has to do with regions, just like uh, wine shops in Pennsylvania. You go out to the boondocks and you're looking at mostly like two liter jugs of wine that are terrible and Chablis or something like that because that's what people are buying out there and then like even in the city there's a lot more Hennessy and stuff which you know that's all demographics I guess and what is selling and then you go into you know the heart of Lower Merion and you can get some fine wines. What was your beer of choice when we went out to sushi the other night? I had the High Life. Okay so Cigar City. Yeah. Nice. And like all of their crafts beers that they had on their menu were all Cigar City. Uh, which is have, saying it was a great place to go. Well, which is saying that they have probably a fairly good read on what is good beer in the area. Uh, and that Cigar City is probably the best. I don't understand how to open this next one that we're going to be doing. That's not our next one. We got one more after that. Our final one that we're going to be doing. We have to earn that one because I'm pretty sure the next one is going to be questionable at best. <laughs> I recognize the bad life choice I made in <laughs> buying a six-pack of this. I, I am pretty sure I could go to the Disney or Universal gift shop and buy gifts for the people back home. Nope, they're getting bottles. They are getting bottles beer. of discarded <laughs> beer. beer. We yeah. should give them this far before we air this episode. <laughs> Be like, hey, what you think of that? So I'm just going to say, I don't think it's a bad beer. 
but I don't think I taste or smell or experience coconut whatsoever in the beer. See, and I think that's part of the problem too, right? Is somebody buying this is going to think that that is a flavor that's going to be coming out. And so when it doesn't actually do what it sort of represents it's going to do when you buy the bottle, that's an issue. Yeah, I think that makes it a less a lesser beer at that point. It degrades some of the confidence that the consumer has. In, in, I mean, if this is some, somebody who's going in and doesn't know much about microbrew, if they were to buy this, I think they'd be really disappointed and, and sort of questioning what the whole craze is about. That's sort of my new metric for all of this is, is somebody who does not know beer. If they went and bought just that beer saying, I want to try this and see what everybody's talking about in terms of microbrews, uh, whether it would disappoint them or not. I think the body is right for a porter. I think the color is right for a porter. The head is good for a porter. Um, the flavor's a little watery. It's not rich at all, but it's also lower ABV. It's like five. 5.25. Yeah. Um, so I think it did half the job, maybe. They're, if you're going to say it's a coconut porter, a, a porter's roasty and rich and a little more robust. It generally has either like a coffee or a chocolate or somewhere in between. Doesn't have to be as strong and extreme as a stout, but still it needs to be present. So A, it does not have the porter presence, and B, it does not have the coconut presence. So um, half the job. Ian, break it to us gently. What's the next one? Uh, next up, we have a cream stout from Lazy Magnolia. Uh, this is from Mississippi. And I'm not sure if I read their website correctly, but they said they have the oldest packaging beer shop in the state. Um, so that's of Mississippi. Cool. In the state of, well, yeah. What other state would I? I'm just saying... I don't think there's a whole lot of competition for Mississippi brewing. I agree. Uh, so this is a, a cream stout. It's uh, called the Jeff Stout Sweet Potato Sweet Potato Cream Stout. Excuse me. Um, and Jeff is actually short for Jefferson, so it's a Jefferson Stout. I thought of our buddy TJ. Yes, I did too as, as well. Uh, it is you. It is brewed using uh, roasted southern-grown sweet potatoes and lactose, so it's got a little bit of like milk stout quality, I would assume. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. He looks very happy. Did you taste it or just smell it? Oh, I tasted it. Nice. So here's my two cents, and I realize that I am <clears throat> the person who pulled this six-pack off the shelf. You are banned from making choices in the future. <laughs> Number one, I dislike sweet potatoes. In a, I hate them in 98% of situations in the world, I hate sweet potatoes. I think they So are, that was a good option. Okay. <laughs> good idea. Um, B, I hate cream stout. I think it's really underwhelming and not a great style of beer in general. <laughs> But we're in the south right now, and so I thought, if we're really going to take Dashing Rogue on the road, how can we explain and, and embody the fact that we are in the south? I feel like these would have been good for a Halloween episode of the most horrific beers <laughs> we can think of. <laughs> hey, guys, am, remember how Ian kept saying we didn't acknowledge fall? frightened to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> it has a flavor to it. <laughs> I like, they have uh, recommended pairings on the side here. Oh, God. And, uh, Tell me sweet potato fries. 
No, it's even better than that because there's three Pecan options. Pecan pie. And it's raw oysters. Oh God. Ice cream or chocolate cake. Those things are nothing like I the other. Like, I just don't know how those three <laughs> things came together as like, hey, these would all be good with this. Oh my goodness. Hey guys. Right, let me get a little nose full of this. Dear listeners from around the world, which we're learning is like way wider of the <laughs> world than we ever expected. <laughs> I hope you ex- understand the sacrifice we're making right now. It almost smells sour. Well, there's lactose I, I in think, it. No, I'm going to say that sour would be kind. It's, it smells stronger and more awfuler the than sour. The nose smells like some of the drinks I used to have back in college. Some of the mixed drinks, actually, I thought. It has that really potent alcohol smell to it. What's well, the ABV on this? 4.65. Yeah, 4. 4 should not be a thing. How was that first sip? I mean... Oh, God. I won't, I won't say it's particularly sweet. I hate sweet potatoes. I'm terrified. <laughs> so the listening audience can't see your face. What is that that you are tasting right now? Um, I'm going to I'm going to go with a very safe answer and say I've had worse. But god, I don't like it. Um, there is there I'm is I'm really getting sweet potato. I'm I getting get, I get some sweet potato. I'm getting I get it if I close my mouth yeah. and breathe out through my Breathe <laughs> that from your wear? Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> I do, though. I do get the sweet. Um, but it is all... I'm going to get technical, I suppose. But, like, upper lip to my nose, that's where I'm picking it up. I don't think that counts as technical. Okay. Just trying to describe... Specific, maybe. That's a band of your face you just described. I sure don't, it is. It's not a... Hmm. Either way, it wasn't a happy band right now. I'm just where I'm tasting. It's a little more carbonated than I would have anticipated. Yeah. Or at least it has that feel on the tongue. And this is a stout, right? Cream stout, though. Well, it's lower. Okay. Which doesn't a, have a cream stout body. That makes a big difference, though. Does not have a cream stout body. Yeah, anything that lingers on the tongue really fizzes a lot. Mm-hmm. Tangy on the, ex- like on the exhale. Not quite lemony. But kind of. Uh, what's, it, what's it called again? The beer, yeah. Lazy Magnolia Jefferson Potato Stout, sweet potato cream stout. As per Southern appropriate, it has a lot of names, so you have to say it drawn well, out. Well, Lazy Magnolia is the brewing company. It is called Jeff Stout, I believe, and it happens to be a sweet potato cream stout. It's. They also describe it as the ideal sweet. Southern stout. <laughs> just, just let it all out. Yeah, dear mistress, just let it all out. <laughs> it's not awful. I don't like it. <laughs> it's okay. We don't have to like all of these beers. No, I just welcome to the south. I love the sunshine and a little bit of like the partial humidity. It's definitely not. No, northeast in August humidity. It's great. I don't love November. the beer here. Yeah, I'm still going to say that we've not had a very just representation right. of what's available. The four that we chose is not the only sampling that Florida has to no, offer. I Especially since only two of them are actually Florida <laughs> beers. Well, 
But I don't know the last time I thought of Mississippi craft brewing. We had the Mississippi mud that came in a jug. Yeah, Jason picked that one for you. Yeah, but what about something like Virginia? Is there a lot in Virginia? I mean, Adroit is there, but other than Adroit. Sure. Well, actually, no, actually, the area we're in. I guess Dogfish is up there, but they're they're based out of Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Delaware. The the per capita of craft breweries or microbreweries or nanobreweries is super high. Well, if you want to even throw North Carolina in there, because North Carolina is where all of the West Coast breweries are opening up secondary operations. And but brewing. then, is that still? Say what you will, but we're talking Sierra Nevada. We're talking. I think Russian River has its toes out. It's quality out. stuff. It's just not like. I guess when I think of a startup craft brewery or a startup nano brewery, I think a home brewer gone pro, if that makes sense. I think of someone in their basement or their garage that's really sure. creative who's but taken it to what, the next we've level. We've been doing this for two years now, and we found one of those that we really liked. Have we sought them out? Two, I would say. I thought Millbach was fantastic. Yeah, they don't exist anymore, though. Well, they're closing up. Also, for all of our listeners, Millbach is closing up. That was my segue. Thanks. Go on. Segway. Oh, beautiful. If, next, if the next one's from Millbach. Mm, nope, because Millbach's not from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stunned silence in this episode. Yeah, is, we might uh, edit some of that out. Yeah. It's some, uh, I actually it's really some did coconut get some of that. stun silence. It's some sweet potato stun silence. It's just happening. I actually almost feel like there were some aspects of this that reminded me of that first sip of the Fantastic Voyage, the actual Fantastic Voyage. Um, I liked this better, I will say. Uh, but it, well, I definitely got some of that sour. It must have been like the lactose uh, just taste right off the bat. And it's like just the wrong place for sour in my mind. Not in a cream stout, not in a porter. I don't want that weird sourness. I, this is the wrong thing to say because it's meant as a compliment, but I'm pretty sure it won't come across that way. Didn't dislike any of them so far. Really? You didn't dislike this one? Um, None of them were well executed none of them were solid beers that i would want to drink again but for the number of beers that we have sampled and the number of beers that have disappointed me these were all at least okay i thought cigar city was really nice actually um but following up sweet potato and coconut notwithstanding they were all just okay that was super fancy. I liked watching that one. Oh, uh oh. Poor, poor, poor. That one spilled all over. What is so? What is it again? Sorry, the next one. Um, the next one is called Cuckoo Merla. Cuckoo Merla. I don't know. It's an Italian beer spelled K U K U. It's Italian. No wonder you laughed at me. R L A. Oh no, no, I'm laughing. It's ten percent. And it's Italian, but it's an English-style barley wine. <laughs> I thought this is like the one beer I thought you wouldn't hate. Which I know and how much you like. It's <laughs> awesome. And all oh, reviews yes. point to it being okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I don't know. Take that last sip of cream stout 
And hand that glass over here. Oh my god. So I can give you a nice big pour of the cuckoo merla. <laughs> from I Italia. totally I totally <laughs> It has a very Italy label to it, doesn't it? With the whole well, and the bottle style well the uh, the cap. That's true. It's kind of that old milk bottle. I totally earned this. I'm sorry, world. I so there's nothing about sure she this. gets the largest pour yeah. of this one. I will say that uh, Ryan, who we mentioned earlier, and Stockholm Liz, and myself were in a habit of buying a bunch of red boxes, and Stockholm Liz had the unfortunate. Uh, oh, thank you yeah, for giving me the bottom of the bottle. There. That, I got a little of that too. Chunky. Um, gross looking. She had the unfortunate uh, Jason just ability of picking some very terrible red box films. And so there was one day where we did uh, watch some movies that she recommended and they were awful. And then we watched another one that she recommended and it was awful. Oh my and God. We put a 24 hour ban on her <laughs> movie choosing abilities. Is and that I a... think you have gotten. <laughs> You got a year podcast ban. I think a year. It smells like it no. Smells we're like not going to not let her pick beer for a year. No, I think we. Should. Oh God! It smells terrible. <laughs> no, you have, have you smelled it yet? It no. smells terrible. Ian's the only one here who really likes barley wines, but even so, <laughs> and also mine was the top of the bottle, and it's still chunky. Yeah, I think we all got some chunk in there. Yeah. No, you had the third pour. We are doing this for you, oh, listeners. I'm not the top. We are doing this for you, our listeners. That is Can I, true. So now is the wrong time to say this, but uh, I got a message. I got a Facebook message today from a listener. Yeah. Her name was Cece. And in, at first, I was really super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, Cece, I haven't. And I had to look back at our history. And she said, I'm so sorry. I haven't seen your message because this was put into my, you know, cast off. Right. Box or yeah. whatever. Do you all know about that like secret Facebook message thing? Yeah. Where if you're my friend, my message pops to the top of your right. list. But if we are not. You like can't, it's not even in the same message box. You got to like dig for it. It's only a problem when like some of our followers. Like for business. Dang. Bad business. It, yeah. So Cece won a Dashing Rogue contest. Oh no. A long, long time ago. And today messaged me to say, I didn't see this till now. Is it too late to get my prize? And I went back to the date, and the date was like mm, September of 2013. What was the prize? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we record all of our, our podcasts. It was something can... to the effect of like a Dashing Road goodie bag. I, I mean, I'm sure we could make a goodie bag, but I was sort of like, this is only 16 months too late. I have nothing to offer. I'm not even sure what you're there's no context so we'll figure it out uh that was a great way to stall so that you didn't have to try the beer sure was. Oh, i think man. it's time to bite that bullet and try that i have tried it all right all right i'm going for it it's something else oh don't say that it's something else that's all i said it's not a positive or negative thing no but you have deposited your beer halfway across the table away uh, from where you're now sitting I, I got it as far away as i could reach you yes. also for the second one said well that's an event that happened <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know Jason, I, but I kept it. <laughs> for the record, Jason's not going to quit grad school to start podcasting with us just because we're that great of company. Obviously, there's, there's we have very, proven the fact that we... Very little carbonation to it. 
So for the listeners, the faces that I am looking at right now are a professor who looks confounded and a beer mistress who is smiling quite big. It's like it's like the example of every barley wine that I ever you wanted you to have. That you wanted me to have? It's what, not overly sweet. When I explain barley wine, this is what I taste. Um, yeah, but you say like cloyingly sweet. This is not that. This has it's a little boozy. Uh, it is ten percent, and you can taste that. Uh, there is some, I would say, cherry on the. What part of cherry on what part of your mouth? Go ahead and make that happen again. I challenge you, sir. Top back. And right on the nose as you sip. Jason, I will say this. Not terrible. Yeah, that's good. Then you can drink mine. Look at you growing. If this is everything about barley wines that you hate and you're saying it it's is not a terrible. stereotypical barley wine. It's a stereotypical English barley wine. Okay. I'm What's just saying difference? if you're gonna buy a bottle uh, and you wanna and know American, what to expect. The English one, they tend to be a little drier, less carbonated, uh, more of that dried fruit. American ones are super syrupy. Your American ones are like They can be. Agave, like kind of thick and um, just the viscosity of it as well as the sweetness of it is very, um, this is much more pleasant. It could be worse. I might like it better than the sweet potato thing. I liked all the other ones more than this one. Interesting. Very interesting. Even the sweet potato one. This one I can't even drink. That's part of it. No kidding. It's it's like seven feet away from you. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, just too thick for me, really. I don't get a lot of... Is what she said. No? I think it's that's what she said. <laughs> and it's also not like a song finale. <laughs> also, if you have to punctuate it with a snap at the beginning... I thought you really had like something important to say. Yeah. Nah, not at all. Uh, okay, this is, let's play ACF. Is that the game? It is according to Professor Chris, and Jason gets to go first because he has the most abundant thoughts. ACF, meaning, so this is the grading thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, for all of them or just for this one? Well, apparently we play it wrong. We play it differently. Well, I'll play it my own way. Okay. Uh, I would give an A to, what is the first beer we had? Cigar City. Cigar City what? Florida something. Florida Cracker. Florida Cracker. I would give uh, an Which A to I that just, one. I just feel very judgmental calling it a cracker. Yeah, I but mean. I told you why, and that's why I brought it up, because otherwise it sounds like defensive. Yeah. But it's not. It's just about cowboys. Okay. It's I also think what it's called. I would give a C to the coconut. Oh, beer. just a coconut porter. Uh, and then an F to the other two. Okay. I I'm on the ver- I would give a D to the coconut porter if I could, but since I'm limited to ACF. Me next, huh? Ditto on the beginnings. Cigar City, as we were expecting, as the old reliable, we knew them before we got here and trusted them. Now, the reason I bought this particular six pack is I drink more dark Cigar City than anything. And because it was a witch and I love whites, I really wanted to give it a try. So, (laughs) not dirty! (laughs) Not dirty! That's totally a beer thing! You guys are awful. 
All right, so my A is definitely Cigar City, but I think my C is this one. I, I actually think... Really? Yes. Um, in terms of a very reasonable, well-developed, and exactly proportionate beer style, yeah, no, this is right. I think it's interesting to have an Italian company doing a pretty solid English barley wine. Right. Um, after that, I'm going to have to pick the toasted coconut over... Color. A sweet potato, but sweet potatoes and I have never gotten along, so that's not their fault. That's my fault. So occasionally I will pour myself a glass of bourbon and go to bed without drinking it. Oh. <laughs> and if you let it sit for a while, it starts to evaporate and condense, and it gets a little sedimenty. And I would not recommend drinking it at that point. I did that once. Don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, but it How long do you sleep? That has time to evaporate. Well, I probably woke up and went right to work mm. and then came home or like went out and then came home. Um, but this has a very similar color to it, the barley wine. Uh, as for my ratings, I would say that the Florida Cracker gets an A because it did a solid job of being what it said it was. Uh, it was a fine tasting beer. I would give... C's because F is too mean and not true enough to the porter and the cream stout both. Um, again, if I could give D's, I probably would do that to be like, you just eked by. <laughs> uh, and I would give the barley wine an A, I think. Whoa. What? I'm not saying it's the best barley wine I've ever had. And I guess, I guess the question is, am I rating it like... Against, against the other beers or against barley wines? Because I think that this is a pretty solid example of a barley wine. a really good <clears throat> barley wine. Not it, really in the mood for it. I might not finish it. If it doesn't fit in the styles, and by all means, maybe I, I saw something new and original, and I've never seen it before on a bottle shelf, so I wanted to offer it up on a podcast. I will admit that it was maybe the wrong blend. It's very barley wine though. Particular occasion. And so if you're trying to tell me that this is a barley wine, then I think you've done a good job of being yeah, a barley no, wine. No, it's barley wine. And it wasn't it wasn't stupid expensive. It's not super high in ABV. It's just ten. I mean that barley winey is ten. Mm-hmm. I mean that makes total sense. But I find it interesting that you don't like syrup, but you drink this and <laughs> like it. Like, I like syrup, but I don't like drinking syrup, and I feel like this is very similar in that way. I just feel like there are so many barley wines that I have that are thick, and they coat my tongue, and their viscosity is so substantial. That's what I don't like about barley wines, um, and that's why I wouldn't drink actual syrup. But this is actually quite... Did you guys ever see Super Troopers? <laughs> no. no. We have a syrup chugging competition. That sounds Ooh. disgusting. Like, literally, and with like a bottle of like Aunt Jemima's sized like squeeze bottle of breakfast pancake syrup, and there's just two of them sitting across from each other at a diner, and they just go like, "Ready, set, go," and just chug it down. And watching the extras just makes it worse because they actually had to use syrup. <laughs> and because they tried using like iced tea, but it just didn't look thick enough. Which I find interesting because I'm pretty sure it's up in Vermont where you would think that they would have real maple syrup everywhere instead of the manufactured. And the real maple syrup is very thin. But that's just my pretension talking. 
Also, real maple syrup tends to be super sweet. Gross. I will say that my most exciting this po- uh, part of this podcast is that when it's over, I get scotch. <laughs> we got a lot of scotch at Total Wine as well because they actually have Lowlands here in Florida. You know, it's kind of on the way out if we want to pop in again. It might be Although worth they it. probably won't be open at 7 in the morning. I will say that I got a <clears throat> message from Miss Robin who spent the summer in Edinburgh who said, oh, I saw your Facebook post and I saw that you bought all that scotch. So do you still want the Lowland scotch I got you? Yes. Oh, yeah. We never picked that up. Sure didn't. I think that was her passive-aggressive way of saying... You, you buying it or not? <laughs> and I said, yes, it's going to be a Christmas <clears throat> gift. So, Merry Christmas. Ooh, I knew about that a long time ago. Yeah, right. He's like, so long ago that you forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I did until now. I forgot about it. We were supposed to meet her one time. Boom. You should bring her on a podcast. September. It'll happen. Robin has to figure out her moniker. It'll she be great. made a very interesting Earl Grey infused gin cocktail, I believe, one time. I like that we do beer mostly, but then cocktails also. Only good cocktails, though. Thanks, guys. This has been good. It was something. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it good. This is us on the road. We We're did all it. Chilling we stuff. did it. We made we it. We did it. <laughs> that happened. Episode 102. 102. Guys, it's been a great week down here. I'll tell yeah, you what. It's been a great week. So let's all call off work next week and just stay. Yes. Okay. Also, those I'll things. I'll get fired, yes. but it could be worth it. High five. I really don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> and thus starts the Kickstarter for the Beermanship's yeah. Microbrew Review. <laughs> Slash let them stay in Florida. I wonder if anybody's ever tried to do that with Kickstarter. Fund our vacation. Um, I'm sure of it. I just saw, um, it's not really fun my vacation, but... Have you heard of Earthships? No. They're no. um It's homes. called a car? <laughs> no, it's it's a house. It's a house made from mostly recycled goods. Um and it uses solar and wind and uh reuses water. So it's very good for the environment. Part of the house is actually a greenhouse, so you're growing your own food at the same time. And someone I know is trying to get to Peru, maybe, where like the original guy is living to learn how to build earth ships. So he got an internship, but he's looking for uh, funding to get there, like 2300 bucks. So not a huge sum of money, but for that same money, you could go on a pretty like slamming vacation. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what not I saw. Not as good for the environment. Probably more fun, though. Yeah. Well, that was education at the end of this episode. Yeah. Check out earth ships, though. I would live in an earth ship. It would be fun. They're pretty swanky, some of them. They can be. We'll look at them. I'll show you afterwards. Cool. Everybody, Earthships on Google. Yay. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm on Twitter at beer mistress. Just skipping right to the end. I yeah. was She's excited. running for it. There's Chinese food on the Segways way. Segways are yeah. hard. <laughs> Segways, Segways are, are hard. hard. I was thinking about that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I am on Twitter at Beer Mistress. I'm at Dashing underscore Rogue. And I just do not post to Twitter. You have a Twitter account you don't use. Yep, I'm an egg still. Find him and you feel special. 
We are at facebook.com slash dashing rogue and always at dashingrogue.com and we're about to redesign ourselves, so stay tuned. That's <laughs> We've amazing. been saying for quite a while, yes. Awesome. Yeah, we have. That's all right. We believe that you believe us because you're our loyal listeners. If you're still with us, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> this is Shannon, your beer mistress. This is the professor. Don't drink these beers. <laughs> and I'm Jason. Until next time. <laughs>